for Lunch Plus. And for those of you who hopped on early, you got to hear me chatting with Julie Buck because our microphones weren't muted. Amen. <laughs> We're here. We're real people. <laughs> um, it wasn't just like a force ghost appearing in, in your ear and being like, Julie Buck, what did you send on Voxer? Like, it, we're, we're real people. <laughs> but it's Wednesday, and we love Wednesdays. And for those of you who don't know, my name is Barrett, and I'm here with one of my favorites. Hi, I'm Kevin. Nice to meet you. And we're Team Carrot. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited to get another Team Carrot time. We really do need t-shirts or something. I think that's a great idea. With like a diamond, like Team Carrot diamond. Ho, ho, ho. Ooh. <laughs> Comment, tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that we can say hi to you. I saw Arabella hop on. I'm sure Johnny Shaver was the first, because when is he not? Right. Um, Colleen says, good morning. Hey, Colleen. Michelle says, hi, everyone. Sending love from beautiful North Miami Beach, Florida. Wow. That's that was, awesome. That was in sync. That was nice. Yeah. But it's also super cold here today, so I'm not I'm putting down covetousness. It's it's cool. Right. Are you do you think that right now is chilly or do you think this is comfortable because you've sassed me before for oh. saying it's brisk? Oh, no. <laughs> for saying it was crisp. Oh, crisp. Crisp was the word. And um, I would I would say that we are getting now, right now into just the beginning of crisp. What is freezing to you? Like So, uh, I, I don't know if you know. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a heads up. So, freezing actually starts at 32 degrees Fahrenheit. We're not far from it. We're only 11 degrees off right now. Right. So, crisp is just <laughs> before you get there because you must have a little bit of frost to make it. It's my windows have frosted over the last two mornings. Really? Yes. Praise God. It's been it's been sad. Buddy says hi. Pastor Nicole says I'm me watching from here, and she says it's cold and the heater is on. This is <laughs> this is very true. Uh, which is the same in <laughs> July for Pastor Nicole. So. <laughs> it's not wrong. Uh, Marky says we went into fall, then went back into summer, and now we're in funner. That's true. Or finter. <gasps> finter. Finter's a fun word. Ah! That's my new favorite. It's finter, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Buck is behind the camera, like going like Kevin from. Well, he's a Kevin too, Kevin McAllister. Yeah, Whoa. from Home Alone. Kevin was being Kevin. Ah! Okay, we have to tell you what's going on, otherwise my brain is just going to be blown with Finter. Okay, right now it's family chat. That's why you're on, so that way we can bond. Followed by Bible trivia with the one and only Buddy Crabtree. Followed by the five second challenge. Um, it, I'm so excited. It's going to be the ultimate Kevin showdown. Followed by confessions. And then my top 10. Guys, I was inspired by my top 10 with the family chat questions this week. So it's going to be exciting. Followed by what's the word. And make sure that you share the broadcast because what's the word is going to be powerful. William Aldridge just said walking in a Finter Thunderland. Oh, that's, that sounds great. Wow, that's my new favorite. <laughs> Shannon, Lee, Shannon Lee says she's always burning up. Sister, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I, George tells me that I'm not allowed to ever say that I originated from Maine, that I like er, ever migrated from yeah, there, yeah. because my blood thinned like the moment I crossed yeah, the yeah. Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, you're totally acclimated. <laughs> I'm, I, In fact, I think you acclimated to Miami. You welcome to Miami. To North, to North Carolina, <laughs> because, oh my word, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Okay, let's hop into our first question of the day, otherwise we could just keep talking about the yes. temperature for a while. Do you have a nickname? Do you have a nickname? So I do. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when I worked in the emergency room, um, the other nurses, I, I'd been in there time and time again, and my last name was Nowicki, and 
They really struggled with Nowicki for some reason. They're just like, ah, oh, you know, the guy with the mustache, uh, uh, <laughs> Luigi, you know. Luigi. So Luigi stuck. So all my all my girls in the emergency room, they all started calling me Luigi. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I want to know what your nicknames are. Buddy says I do. Buddy is a nickname. I feel like. Um, Julie says Jules. Will, I like that, Jules. I've mm, heard Kevin of nice the Buck one. Variety call you that. Um, William Aldridge says, oh boy, which one do I pick? You have, well, I was going to say you have multiple, but you do. I call William Wilman. Um, that's, I've called him Wilman since he was like a little boy. Wilhelm? Wilman. Oh, I didn't, But I've Wilhelm is a good one. I like Wilhelm. Um, Pastor Nicole says, Nikki or Pastor Mama. I gave her Pastor Mama. Um, Marky says, Mook. Buddy says, Buddy is my nickname. It's true. Buddy's name is not Buddy. Like, and when I learned that, yeah. It was a Finter moment for me. Um, <laughs> Kevin Buck says yes, but I don't like it, so I won't tell. Colleen says yes, Nezer, and I don't know what that other word is. Aison? I don't know. Tyler Tucker says T-Tuck is mine. That's a nice one. Jade says, wow, Jaderade, JD Poo, JD Kiss. Um, whatever comes out. Uh, Buddy says, I was also called Turf Mouse when I played soccer. That's, I want wow. to just find a reason to start calling Buddy Turf Mouse now. Um, I like that. Colleen says, uh, that's using Inez. Sh uh, Shannon says, family shampoo. That's interesting. <laughs> they call her shampoo. I love it. <laughs> um, Priscilla says, Pocalodi. My dad did that. Luke called me Prilla and Oliver named me Pachilla. Um, and so those are the ones that are really, really popular around here. Uh, Colleen says Ace One. That's, oh. I see that. Okay. So I don't have, for, to answer this myself, mm -hmm. I don't really have a nickname. Um, my mom, like when she, when she and my dad named me, she wanted to give me a name that you can't really nickname. Right. So, I mean, what's going to be short for Barrett? Bear? Like Bar I've, I've heard, I've heard Bear every now and then, but that's not one that gets said a lot. Right. Abby calls me burrito and she called George guacamole. So like that was a thing, but it didn't really ever stick. So I don't have nicknames. And because of this, I have become the ultimate nicknamer. Uh -huh. Like I can go through everybody's like you're K now, Kevin's K buck, buddy. I call Basitri. Marky is whatever comes out of my mouth. Like Melbourne is the most prevalent one. <laughs> like I call her that often. Marky Mark was also there. Mm -hmm. EO, Rachel is EO. Um, so, I mean, there's just, I, I love giving nicknames. They're, it's a term of endearment. If, right. I, if I give you a nickname, it's because I, I love you. Your family. It's true. Yeah. Um, Buddy says, let's all come up with one for Barrett. I call her Bert. I'm good with that. Like, I, I want, I've wanted a nickname, but they, they, you just, you can't shorten Barrett. I got called, like, like Bart, Bart for every now and then, because if you just take an A out, um, either way, I'm Bart or Brat, one way or another. Like, you can do lots with my name. Um, Bear, I've been called Bear. Yeah, no, I like Bert. I'm good with that. Yeah, my grandfather was a Bert. That's like, cool. Yeah, so, and, and I really loved him, so. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Jade says, you have B-Rat. That's true. George will uh, call me that every now and then. Like, he'll be like, B-Rat. I will get that every now and then. But it's not, it's not enough that it popped to my brain. Gotcha. Every now. Okay, question number two. B-Rat just happened again. <laughs> William also said, those without a nickname must themselves bestow nicknames. Nicknames 413. Um, <laughs> okay. Can you change a tire? Nicole says, Barrett can be birdie. It's more feminine than Bert. I, I, mm, okay. Yeah. Can I can you change a tire? Oh, I change my attire every day. 
I come in wearing day. this. Sometimes oh. I come in wearing that. I'm always, I'm changing my attire constantly. I had so many questions like, why are you changing your tire every day? <laughs> What's going on with your tire? We'll get you a new one. <laughs> but he says it. that he can. It's super easy, yes. barely an inconvenience. That's right. Mama Chris says no. Marky says yes. Oh. oh. Okay, oh. Marky says that that was not, <laughs> that's not her real She's answer. She's appreciating my humor. <laughs> Priscilla says yes, why would someone not know? Johnny says so can all of our youth. Shannon says she can do it in seven minutes, hot diggity dog. Ooh. Julie says I know how and have helped. Kevin Buck says yes, I can change a tire. I used to do it for a living in NASCAR. He's saying no, but in my head that was a fun visual. Um, George says yep. William says I can. Jade says with Christ all things are possible. So yee! <laughs> but without Christ, no, I cannot. Colleen says yes. I'm assuming you know how to change a tire. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, it, yeah, so I personally feel like that you shouldn't be able to have a driver's license unless you can change a tire. You should be able to demonstrate that you can change your tire. And that's coming from a firefighter's perspective because it is super dangerous to be on the side of the highway changing a tire. You know what I mean? You, I do. You need to be, it needs to be done, it needs to be quick, and you need to get back in motion. Priscilla says, it's so easy. Marilyn says, yes. Tyler says, I, I kind of can change a tire. It's kind of slow. I ain't used to it. Priscilla says that she agrees with you. William says, I can see Kevin Buck as a pit boy for Dale Earnhardt. Like, <laughs> isn't that a fun image to have? That's a really fun image. Um, so I, I'm with, I'm with Jade. Um, I can do all things through Christ and with YouTube. I can do both. I can use both of those things. Have I ever changed a tire? No. Have I had Johnny Shaver teach me how to change a tire? Yes. Have I ever demonstratively shown that I received the knowledge of how to do it? Nope. So in that moment, I have a, the Lord is good and his yes. mercy endures forever. Yes. And he has given me so many people that can coach me through this moment. George, the Kevins, Johnny, Paul, buddy, like the pastor. I can call so many guys and be like, hello, family. It's time. I need, I need some assistance. Go. And YouTube can also help. Praise God. I yeah. love your husband's response. He says, I agree, Kevin. You need to change a tire and jumpstart your vehicle before receiving your driver's license. I have jumpstarted the vehicle. I have done that. Praise God. Yep. I know how to do that. Good. Okay. Question number three. Bum, bum, bum. Can you drive a stick shift? Um, nope. Really? Again, with Jesus, I can do anything, and I could like watch a YouTube video in the moment of, okay, I'm yeah. stuck in a traffic light. How do I change it into this? But that would be dangerous. Um, I saw a post the other day on Facebook that really made me laugh. It said, if you want to stop people from texting, bring stick shifts back to vehicles. That's true. You will not be texting and, dri and driving a stick. It just doesn't happen. Super true. That's right. Johnny says yes. Dixie says no. Julie says yes. I did it for years when I was in college. Kevin Buck says yes, and it's fun with many exclamation points. William can do it. William, you can do anything. He's awesome. Tyler says no. Colleen says yes and no. I've, I've kept stalling. Buddy says, um, I'll get to Buddy's answer in a second because I want to I devote some attention to it. But Priscilla says, yes, I currently drive a standard. My husband, where did it go? My husband taught me this skill. Pastor Nicole says, stick shifts are fun, but it can be intimidating on a big hill because it's been a while. Shannon says, emergency situations only. So I, I have a memory of my mom 
driving a van, and I don't think any vans are stick shift, like I, and maybe I'm wrong, but I remember being in a van and being on a hill and the entire van rolling backward toward the car mm -hmm. and the amount of panic that came up in me as like a seven-year-old of, oh my gosh, it's not stopping, we're going. Like it was, it was really exciting. George, yeah. you just don't want me to drive, apparently, which is fine, <laughs> I can be chauffeured. George says you should be able to drive a stick shift before receiving your driver's license. George is my people. He is. He is your God. people. I love George. Okay, so going back to Buddy's answer. Yes. Um, we haven't had it yet. Those are all people in-house ah, or okay. ELT. We're, guys, comment right now. Comment right now because the first person not inside the building who comments is going to be our 100th commenter. So comment right now. Um, before we go there, Pastor wanted to know what his nickname was, and Buddy says his nickname is Pastor. I will say that is true. Like, yes. that's the title of honor. Um, yes that the Lord's given him and we call him, but I, maybe Pastor Nicole has some. William, William our hundred is our hundredth commenter. Yay, William, welcome to you. That's two days in a row, right? Yes. Get it. That's awesome. I gave Pastor Brian the nickname PB when I got here, um, just because typing it out, like mm -hmm. Pastor Brian versus Pastor. I did PB for a while, but then the Lord super convicted me about yeah. the, the fact that that was not honoring, so. I, no, it's pastor. Yeah, 100% 100 with you, okay? Yeah. I will never, sir, I will never call you anything other than pastor or sir. Yeah. <laughs> it will not happen. Um, and, and for the same reason. Uh, when I was in the military, when there was somebody of a higher rank, there yeah. was no way that I would chum up to them and call them by their first name or, yeah. or, a, or nickname or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah no. Now, I do call, like, personally, like, Pastor and Pastor Nicole are my spiritual parents. Mm -hmm. So I call, I've called for years, I've called Pastor, Pastor Papa, and then Pastor Nicole, Pastor Mama. But mm -hmm. that's not, that's, like, at a private, but, like, I'm not calling Pastor, Pastor Papa, like, in, in front of people. It's right. It's just... It's honoring, but like Pastor Nicole and Johnny brought up the fact that like the littles will call Pastor um, Brian, like the ones that have intimacy with with their family, will call mm -hmm. him Pastor Pop Pop. So every now and then that'll come out, but Pastor's really the nickname. So yeah. uh, Bud is another nickname for William. So anyway. Oh, no kidding. These are nickname times and driving times. We've learned that according to George and Kevin, I should not have a driver's license. So pray that I do better. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're going to hand it off to Buddy and the Kevins. B -b -b Buddy and the Kevins for, no, not, I'm just kidding. That's coming up. It's Bible trivia and then Buddy and the Kevins. Bible trivia with Buddy. Get ready. Get ready to comment. Those of you will give you a sneak, a sneak advantage right now. If you're on Facebook and you can switch over to YouTube, YouTube people typically have the advantage when mm -hmm. it comes to five or to Bible trivia. Yeah. And we want you to, you know, get, get gifts from us for and, answering correctly. And they need to like and share. Here, get their friends True. involved. Do it. Now. Do it. Okay, we're going to hand off to Buddy, and we'll see you right back after this very quick break. We're giving you just enough time to share the broadcast, so do it, and we'll hand it over to Buddy. Buddy, over to you. Welcome to 
Lunch Plus. We have an awesome broadcast for you today. Here's what's coming up today on Lunch Plus. First up, we have Bible Trivia. Uh, I'm really excited about this. After Bible Trivia, we have the five-second challenge. Uh, that one's going to be fun. Amen. Oh, it's going to be super fun. After the five-second challenge, we have a time of confessions, followed by Barrett's top ten something. Woo-hoo. Yeah. After that, we have What's the Word? It's going to be awesome. But first up, we have Bible Trivia. All right, guys, welcome. Welcome, welcome to Bible Trivia. And I would also like to say welcome to my mother and Bubba. That's my mom's mom. Welcome, guys. It's good to have you on Bible Trivia. Here's how Bible Trivia goes. We have five questions for you today. And in these five questions, they're all multiple choice questions. Woohoo! That makes things easier. Um, So these are multiple choice questions. Here's how we want you to to answer in the comments. All right, we want you to put the, first off, we want you to put the number of the question. So one, two, three, four, five, whatever number question we're on. And then next to that, A, B, C, or D. Uh, That way we know which question you're trying to answer. And we know, um, and we, we are able to know what your answer is, you know. And it's honestly, that's easier to type out anyway. It's easier to type out 1B than 1 Nosferatu. I don't know why that's the first word that came out of my mouth. Nosferatu is not the answer to any of these questions. Um, uh, But with that being said, that's how we would like for you to answer the question. So, for example, again, 1C. That's how we'll be doing that. All right, are you guys ready for Bible trivia? We got some good questions for you. It's going to be Awesome. Get your fingers ready. Get your Google search ready if you need to do that. I don't know. Uh, And let's jump in to question number one. Question number one. Who wrote the book of Revelation? Was it A, James, B, John, C, Paul, or D, some other guy? Who wrote the book of Revelation? Who wrote the book of Revelation? The correct answer is B. John. And that goes to Cindy Orr over on YouTube. Cindy Orr, well done. Well done, Miss Cindy. All right. Now we're going to be jumping in to question number two. Question number two. In Jesus' parable, what did the five wise virgins bring that the others forgot? Was it A, lamps, B, sacrifices, C, oil, or in the South they call it oil, or D, presents? I, I think it's funny. Here, here in North, at least in the, in the North Carolina, <laughs> they call it oil, not oil. But anyway, what did... Uh, the five wise virgins bring that the others forgot. And I'm seeing a stinking quick amount of comments coming up. But the correct answer is C, (laughs) all. And that one also goes to Miss Cindy Orr over on YouTube. Cindy's doing awesome. Guys, now now we need some competition. 
to, to beat Miss Cindy because she, she's doing great. Well done, Miss Cindy. All right. Oh, you know what I forgot to completely mention? If you are the first person to get the answer correct, you get a gift card on us. How did I forget that part? Whoa. And if you get like two ones correct, as Cindy or just did, that means you get two gift cards on us. Whoa. Whoa. Or one double gift card. I'm telling you. <laughs> Jay says, where are you, Bella? You're getting stomped today because Bella's usually the one who's getting all the correct answers. Alright, well, let's jump into question number three for Bible trivia. The men in the tribe of Levi were commonly of which occupation? Were they A, worshippers, B, priests, C, soldiers, or D, circus performers? What were they? The men in the tribe of Levi were commonly of which occupation? Were they A, worshippers, B, priests, C, soldiers, or D, circus performers? I'm seeing the answers coming in, and they're coming in quickly. Coming in quicklier than the last ones, if quicklier is a word. <laughs> the correct answer is B, priests. And that one goes to bum, 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 William Aldridge. Over on YouTube, well done, William. I'm noticing, I'm noticing a pattern, once again, the YouTubers, uh, the YouTubers, the, uh, why are you making fun of the way I said pattern? There's a pattern going on here. <laughs> I don't see what's so funny about that. All right, well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, question number four. Where did Jesus tell Peter to find the money needed to pay the temple tax? Was it A, in a well? Was it B, in a fish's mouth? Was it C, under a tree? Or D, in his wallet? Where did Jesus tell Peter to find the money needed to pay the temple tax? Was it A, in a well? B, in a fish's mouth? C, under a fig tree? I almost said under the sea. Under the sea. Thank you for the musical accompaniment. Or D in his wallet. The correct answer is B in a fish's mouth. And that one also goes to William Aldridge on YouTube. We got some quick fingers going on over there on YouTube. Either that or some really good internet connections. Either way, you guys are doing great. You guys are doing really good. All right, now it is time for our final question of the day. Mom said, for the record, Bubba got that correct. Well done, Bubba. Um, all right, so question number five. Your final chance. How did Elisha cause an axe head to float in water? Well, A, did he command it? B, did he throw a stick in the water? C, did he pray for it to happen? Or D, was, did he attach balloons to it? How did Elisha cause an axe head to float in water? Ooh, I'm seeing some answers coming in. Hello, hello, they're coming in quick. How did Elisha cause the axe head to float in water? It was, correct answer is B, he threw a stick in the water. And that one, actually, we have our first Facebook winner for today. Ha ha, ha ha. And it's my mom and Bubba. Well done, Mother and Bubba. Good job, guys. You just want a gift card on us 
for all of our winners, make sure you reach out to us. We'll try to reach out to you and make sure we get those gift cards into your hands. But congratulations. Well done, guys. Now we're moving on to our next segment, the five-second challenge. And it's going to be awesome. Yes, it is five-second challenge. I just wanted to double-check to make sure I wasn't going into the problem. It's going to be great. We will see you in just a second for a five-second challenge. So I just realized I have a, a green band-aid on my finger. It's lime green in it. And it's disappearing. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is amazing. <laughs> Look at that. It's it's actually it's a mood, it's a mood finger. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, band-aid. It changes <laughs> my mood's all over the place today. His fingers I love tight. that. Yeah. Man. You pull it off. <laughs> Literally look at it. My finger's glowing right now. Yes. Well, I mean, welcome to five second challenge is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome everybody. All right, here's how this game goes. All right, we have uh, a specific topic is usually how we go with it. It's kind of yeah. like a uh, um, taboo kind of style game where one of you will see the word and you'll have to try to get the other person to guess it, but you only have five seconds to get the person to guess it. Okay. All right? And your topic today is places that you will go to at some point. Places you will go. Pla right. Places that you go to. Huh. All right, Buck, we got this. We do. We'll get it. Yeah, Come so on. this is a team sport. You know, th this is where we build up teamwork. This isn't a game where you, where the Kevins are competing, you but the Kevins, right. the Kevins are... In one accord. Yes, in one accord. Yes, Thank yes, you for yes. saying that. Hallelujah. So, um, here's the thing. I forgot to get cards. Okay. So one of you will have to look at the screen while the other one looks at their pal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So, so I will have you look at the screen first. Okay. Kevin, you cannot look at the screen. Yes. All right. And whenever it pops up on the screen, you will have five seconds to get Kevin to guess it. All right. Let's put the first one up on the screen. Okay. Uh, it's like um, an emergency room. Uh, a hospital. Uh, 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 exam room. Um, a doctor's office. I'm sorry. Couldn't get you any more close to urgent care. Urgent care. Aha. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm sorry. I realize right now. That's I'm a tough not, one. I, did, I didn't that make this tough. easy. Now, that one was not. Praise <laughs> God. That's all right, though. I we, couldn't think of another way to, I mean, of one accord. a corner song, and then we could have gone urgent, and then we'd have gotten there, maybe. But maybe. Maybe. I didn't think that quickly. Gotcha. That's Five okay. seconds was not quite enough for me. I gave you, like, maybe two extra seconds, <laughs> just out of generosity. I appreciate that. All right, Kevin, you can look at the screen. Okay, Kevin, you do not look at the screen. Well, let's put up our second one for today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Why don't you say it? Hey, you didn't say it. I didn't so, say it. You could have just well, said I go to work. Where yeah. Used, yeah, where he used to. Hallelujah, where I clean. Ah, there you Praise go. God. <laughs> well done. You got it. Yeah, hey, that works. That, I guess that works, yeah. So much I'll, better I'll now. Yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. redeemed from the first one. Mm-hmm. Nice job. Whoa. Are you ready? All right, let's do this next one. I'm Put looking. it up on the screen. I'm looking, he's yeah. not. Okay, it's um, uh, Walt Disney World. Okay, uh, Magic Kingdom? Uh, no. Epcot? What, what kind of thing is it? Theme Park. Yes! Boom. You had one second to spare. Well done, guys. All right. Well done, Kevins. Thank you. All right, this is You're getting awesome. better. This is getting better. I'm starting to feel less Lucky bad. <laughs> less bad. You rock. I'm but. feeling less stupid. So it's right. a good thing. We're good. Right. All right, so oh, you, I'm Kevin. At you, yeah, right look at this, Kevin. Okay, you, at Kevin, look at this. Here we go. All right, next one. Uh, a body of water, not an ocean, not a pond in between. Lake. Boom. Hey. Going to the lake. Going to wow. the lake. Well done. Yep, you're going to the lake to All catch right. some fishing or something. Ooh. Whatever people do at a lake. Praise God. I guess you don't get to go to the lake too much. No. See, one of the things we do at the lake is we throw people in. Oh. So. Uh huh. What are you doing? Well, that's why I don't go. That's why I don't go to the lake. There's there's a lake nearby. We're going to Bay. How fun! (laughs) All right, Kevin, look. Kevin, not look. Okay. Okay. All right. Is yes. Next one. Uh, Where we are right now. Church. Yep. Hey, that was quick. That was quick. All right, Kevin, you look. Kevin, you look. Got it. Okay. (laughs) That's so confusing. Next one. A place where you go to see a film. Theater, cinema. What? What type of movie theater? Yeah, well nice done. Job. All right, well and done. A film. <laughs> you know, maybe in film. the. In he the, was with me in the fifties. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's right. They're not made of film anymore. They're all digital. Yeah. yeah. Digital. <laughs> but you know, thank, it's all good. Thank God, I'm analog, and he knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're yeah in one accord. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Cool. You look at Kevin. Kevin, you look at the screen. Buck fair. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I, um, oh dear, big box store. Uh, big lots, uh, uh, Walmart. Yes. Yep, there you go. Boom. I'm thinking Walmartians and I can't say it. So. <laughs> you go people watching. <laughs> you go people watching. That uh, was awesome. That was good. Big box right. store. Yeah. All right, I think, do we have one more? Yes. We have one more. All right, Ready? Kevin, look, Kevin. Here we go. Kevin. All right, last one. This is where we go, those who are saved, after they, when they die. We go to heaven. Amen. Well done, guys. I'll believe you guys. It's so good, so great. Except for that first I, one. Yeah, I got, I got nervous after that first one. I'm like, oh no, did I make this too difficult? One, but hey, but you, know, we you redeemed yourself. Yes, you we did. did well. We did. Okay. I'm so proud of Buck. He's awesome. You guys did great. You, yeah, you got mine pretty quick. I mean, <laughs> dang. We're, uh, we're actually pretty good at that. Look one. at Arabella, mm-hmm. Wally Word. Wally Word. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for the five-second challenge. Now we're going to be moving on to a time of confessions with you. Yeah. (laughs) Right here. It's going to be great. So, guys, we'll see you right there for confessions. See you guys.
everybody. Welcome to our time of confessions, where we speak the word into our life. We agree with God and what he says in his word, and we see it come to pass. So we have one confession for you today. We do this a few times during the week. Um, why don't we put up the confession? We're all going to say this together. We want to confess this over our lives and, and by faith call this into being. Okay, can we put this up? Every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. That is based on the word of God. Now we're going to make it personal, okay? So let's put I in this. So every weapon formed against me is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed in Jesus' name. You can trust that God's word is true. God's word works. Believe it. Live in it. He has everything to take care of you that you need. You need to put your faith in him and his word. Trust it. Confess it over your life. Find what he's, what he's put into you as far as his word speaking to you. And call it out daily. Make it a habit. Speak the word. It's, it's powerful. It is spirit and life to those who believe it, who trust it. So take it to heart and, and speak it out over your life. So we're going to move on now. We're going to move on to Barrett's top 10, which, Lord help us, I, I can't. If I, could, if I could guess one thing out of her top 10, that would be a game right there because she comes up with some unique stuff. It's always good, but it's never something that I can think up. So stay tuned for just a second. We'll be right back after this quick transition. that you never know what's going to happen on top 10. I keep you guessing. That's a great, I'll, I'll receive that. And the Lord is good. So asking for his help, what a good thing. This segment brings you strength. It expands your mind. I'm excited about that. Um, as you saw from the transition, we are talking about my top 10 favorite sodas. I was inspired by you. One of our questions that we had earlier in the week is, what's your favorite soda or what's your soda of choice? And I gave an answer very quickly and then I devoted some more thought to it. And I'm like, mm, my answer is not my answer. So I need to, I need to retract the original one. And today I'm going to give you 10, but before we go in, no matter what part of the country we're talking about, soda, pop, uh, soda pop, uh, what, what else are they called? Coke? Um, any, any variation of this fizzy drink that you can, yes, that, that's what we're talking about. Deb says she's expecting Fresca to be on the list. Buddy says people in Pittsburgh would call it pop, not soda. 
George, so George is from Chicago, and he'll switch which one he's talking about. He'll say soda, and then sometimes he'll say pop, then sometimes he'll say Coke. He just, he just travels the world when he orders from restaurants. But right now, tell me what your number one favorite soda is. I know you already did this earlier in the week, but refresh me. What do you think the number one favorite soda is? I can guarantee you that my number one answer will not be your number one answer. I can just, I can just tell you right now. Um, Mama Chris says that they put ice cream in it if you ask for soda, a delightful surprise. That's fascinating. So if you order soda in, in Pittsburgh, you get like a root beer float? That's so interesting. Priscilla says Dr. Pepper. Buddy says LaCroix. LaCroix is not soda. That's, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> that's also him you know, teasing because he doesn't like it at all. Kevin says Mountain Dew had better be on the list. Johnny says Dr. Pepper. Jan, Mama Jan says in my grandparents' day, they were called dopes. That's interesting. Things I don't know. I love learning. Tell me, tell me more, guys. Help me learn. But let's hop into the number 10. George calls this the top 10 fizzy drinks. Number 10. Here we go. Number 10 is, okay, nope, put that back up. Nope, I love you. That was too quick. It was like a flash. It was like a blink of the eye. Um, my number 10 is Jones Soda Berry Lemonade. So this is not something that's as common down here, though I have found it, but this is so good. Jones Soda is great. I, I'm hearing yes from multiple people. Pastor says it's good. Marky says it's good. Pastor says Jones Soda is good. Wow. What a delightful surprise right out of the gate. Like, it's a happy one. That's so good. Um, so I, I just had this up in, where, where were we? we were, George and I were in Blowing Rock, and I found it. And I was so excited about it. But Berry Lemonade, it's not blue raspberry. Like, it's not you just taste blue. It's lemonade-y and berry-ish and carbonated, and it's, it's so good. And fun fact, you can go to jonesoda.com, I think, and submit your picture and be, and be featured on a Jones Soda bottle. Like that's what all the pictures are on there, our viewer and customer submitted ones. So that, that's pretty cool. Mama Chris says that she would love that, berry lemonade. Um, Jan says carton of dopes <laughs> is what they used to be called. And Buddy says that that sounds illegal. Accurate. Um, Kevin says A&W from the tap is truly amazing in comparison to other sodas. I do like that, that's a good one. Okay, number nine. Number nine is cherry Coca-Cola. So I had, I had to do some soul searching yesterday because I like, I like cherry wild, like wild cherry Pepsi and cherry Coca-Cola, but I know there's one of the companies that we don't necessarily drink from and um, often. So Coca-Cola wins this one just because they're, I don't know, they both have their stuff. But cherry Coca-Cola is good. I like cherry, pretty much any type of cherry soda. Um, Kevin Nowicki says good choke, good choke, good, good choke, um, good choice. Buddy says vanilla Coke is better. No, vanilla any soda is not better. Cream soda will not be featured on this list. Blech. And I don't care what sort of looks I get. It's, you, you didn't make the list, I did. Um, <laughs> Buddy says Coke is better than Pepsi. So yeah, Cherry Coca-Cola is where we're at. Number eight, let's put that up. And if we can keep them up just for a second so that people can see them as we're putting them up. Number eight on the list is Mountain Dew Baja Blast. 
not normal Mountain Dew, Baja Blast Mountain Dew. And while you guys are accepting this decision, I hear groaning in the background. Uh, Mama Chris says, I agree with Barrett, Barrett to no cream soda. Arabella also agrees, so I have some support. Um, Buddy is giving me lots of thumbs down, so I don't think Mountain Dew tastes good at all. Like, I think it just tastes like chemically blech. But Baja Blast, bye Kevin, we lost one. This is how we're pruning today, guys. We're doing the sodas. <laughs> uh, we're seeing who can stay in love. <laughs> um, Marky says, the sass in top 10 just made this my favorite segment. <laughs> uh, Baja Blast, I feel like it started at Taco Bell, but it's like a delightful, weird flavor. Like it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's not necessarily fruity. It's just, you've got to try it and it's a good color. Like that's not why you drink soda, but it's just it's just pleasant and I like it. So we're gonna move on number seven <laughs> um, Number seven on the list is Strawberry soda. Here's the reason that there are three up there. I know I have crush I have Sunkiss, and I have Fanta 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 Fanta. I don't know which one it is. Um, one of these is really good <laughs> and the other two are not. And I don't remember which one. <laughs> I did not have time to go to the gas station to go sample all three. <laughs> so one of these is great, <laughs> but the other two are not. So it's like the Russian roulette of strawberry soda. Um, Yes, Buddy says, who loves orange soda? I love orange soda. I do, I do, I do, ooh, ooh, ooh. That was a nice reference right there. Nicole says that uh, Luke loves orange Fanta. Kevin Buck says, Fago Red Pop. I feel like you just spoke in tongues. Um, Priscilla says, I love orange Fanta. I'm, I'm glad that we like orange, but this is strawberry. We're talking strawberry. <laughs> we like the strawberry kind. <laughs> I appreciate the comments, but we're on a different fruit right now. And strawberry is good. <laughs> so feel free to go out to your local gas station, try all three of these and tell me which one you like best. I like one of them better. I don't know which one. So we're just going to move on to the next one. <laughs> um, number six, <laughs> Dr. Pepper. This is, this is just a staple. Um, I've heard that some people get dangerous with Dr. Pepper, <laughs> Arabella Shaver, but Dr. Pepper is just a good, happy flavor. It's unique, and I like it. There's just not a whole lot to say about it. So yeah, that's number six. We can go right into number five. Everybody's happy, nobody's commenting. It's the nice universal, yeah, Dr. Pepper is a good one. Okay, number five, Fresca, Dev, you were right. Fresca is here. <laughs> Fresca is on the list, the original Fresca. I think this is just, it's such a good soda. Um, I, it's, it's one of my favorite. Buddy says it's healthy because it was made by a doctor, I think. Interesting. Um, Okay, now we're getting Dr. Pepper comments. So Johnny says cherry Dr. Pepper is good too. I feel like cherry Dr. Pepper is what Dr. Pepper is. Like Dr. Pepper already kind of tastes cherry-ish. So it's, it's just kind of there. But Fanta, I'm saying Fanta. Fresca is a good one. Um, okay, let's move on to number four. Dum -ba -dum -bum -bum. Mama Chris says Fresca with lots of hearts. Number four is Sprite. Again, Sprite, what a staple. 
What a staple. Sprite is happy. It's crisp drinking. Like it's, it's a nice lemony, limey taste. It's super good. I, yeah, Sprite is one of the, is of all of the, you can come to me, all of the commercial sodas, I think Sprite is the one that is, is up there. Like it's, it's a good one. Do you guys like Sprite? Johnny says Sprite is bubbly. Um, Kevin says Sprite is plain. Psh, nope. Um, I don't agree with that assessment. Um, Buddy says 7-Up is trash. 7-Up isn't on the list, buddy. This is different. That's why it's Sprite and not 7-Up. Guys, I feel like this is how fact-checking happens. Like somebody else is like, 7-Up is bad. No one is disputing this. 7-Up didn't make the list. <laughs> um, Arabella says, if you get a bad Sprite, it tastes weird. Accurate. Um, Yes, yeah, Sprite is one of those dangerous ones that it's great when it comes from a fountain, but you know when they ran out of the fountain stuff and it's just, here's carbonated water, surprise. Um, okay, Marky says, time to start talking about Mellow Yellow. Why? We don't need to talk about Mellow Yellow. It's just off-brand Mountain Dew. And Mellow Yellow, like there's that whole bathroom th thing that says, you know, uh, if it's yellow, let it mellow. Like th that's just disgusting. You named a soda after pee in a toilet. Like you don't need to do that. So well, let's move on to number nine. <laughs> um, number three, because I'm in the South, Cheerwine. Cheerwine was a delightful treat when I moved to North Carolina. I had no idea that this existed until I moved here and it has revolutionized the soda game for me. I feel like Cheerwine is kind of what Cherry Dr. Pepper wants to be, but it, it's not. And Cheerwine is great and it's, was it made here in North Carolina? It was. Pastor Nicole says, Cheerwine is so good. Awesome choice from Johnny. This is acceptable. Cherry, cheeriness is wannabe, or Cheerwine is wannabe Dr. Pepper. Nope. Uh, Marilyn says, yes, guys, what a popular choice in the comments. Johnny says that he agrees. Nicole said, Pastor Nicole says, I bought Barrett her first cheer wine. It's true. It was in a little bottle with another little bottle of sun drop. It was so good. Okay, number two, here's where we're going to get controversial, as though this hasn't been controversial the whole time. I know. But here's, here's where we're going to split. Number two is Ting. Okay. I know, no one knows this, and that's fine, but this is Jamaican soda, and it's like grapefruit Sprite, basically, and it is delicious. You can buy it here because I bought it. I found it, and I bought it, and it is delicious. It, it is Jamaican me crazy for the soda. Like, it, 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 my heart bursts forth with love for this soda. Um, Marky says, oh, that actually sounds good. It is so good. Buddy, I'm going to assume that your emoji is you starting to put your hands up and your mouth being open because you're full of awe that a soda like this exists. That's what I'm going to choose to believe that is. Um, Pastor Nicole says, what is this ting? Um, <laughs> William says, something wrong with number two. Um, <laughs> Kevin says, cannot comment because I've never had it. <laughs> it's not nasty. It's so good, guys. I, I'll have to go to a farmer's. Uh, Kevin Buck, actually, before I finish that, Kevin Buck says, squirt is that drink for normal people, but it's better. Like, it takes squirt to another level. It is so 
good. Marky says, I love that you're just getting question marks in the comments at this point. And that's fine. Blowing people's windows. Like the ceiling that people have for soda, it's getting shattered. Here we go. Let's just rip this Band-Aid off because you have to love me. Number one is <laughs> Canada Try Cranberry Ginger Ale. Y'all, there is no soda in a store that will make me stop and I have to buy it. But when Christmas and Thanksgiving time come around and this bad boy starts to appear in the grocery stores, I stop what I am doing. I double around and I buy at least a few liters of it to get me through January because it's not around all the time. You can't get it all the time, but it's a wonderful holiday treat and it's great. I at least have Mama Chris in the comments saying, woo, that looks divine. Um, Marky says, my family always gets that at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Um, Pepsi didn't make it, Arabella, because blech. Um, Johnny Shaver says, I'm not a fan of ginger ale, but it's good for punch. It's true. Um, William says, this is actually really good, but my only memories of it are trying to quell nausea, so eh. Uh, Pastor Cole says, I don't think I've had this, but I do like ginger ale. Guys, this is going to be a game changer for your holiday season this year. So make sure that you go into the grocery store and go find it and buy it, and it's going to be great. Kevin says, this Justin, Team Carrot has broken up. You're going to have to work on that because that's love and that's unity. And so I am just helping you grow in your fruit of the spirit. Everybody, we grew together today. My joy grew. Your patience grew. It's it, what a wonderful segment this is for your spiritual development and mine. So that was my top 10 favorite soda list. Tell me what yours is. And it's okay if you don't agree. But next week, I'll tell you right now, next week's top 10 is going to be the top 10 best Thanksgiving foods. So get ready. It's going to be a great one. And we're going to hand it over right now to Pastor Brian for what's the word. It's going to be an on-time, wonderful word from God today for you. So take this moment, share the broadcast, and we're going to hand it over to Pastor. <laughs> Welcome to What's the Word? What's the Word? I didn't know it was you. <laughs> I, I didn't know who it was going to be. Good job. Way to jump in there. It's kind of like anticipation. <laughs> Who's going to jump in first? <laughs> Welcome to What's the Word, guys. Let us know. Put it in the comments. Where are you watching from? Who is watching? Give us a wave. Give us a yeah. mahalo, whatever you want to throw in the comments. quite a few people online, so let us know yeah. who's yeah. on here. Yeah. I'm Amen. so excited to have you guys here, especially after that list. Way to, way to push through some controversy, guys. You're resilient people. I like you. <laughs> resilient. We appreciate your perseverance. We've, we've been building their perseverance up over the last, you That's know. true several months, you know, with the, with those top 10 lists. You know how Pastor has said that he and I don't think similarly, and I'm more of the creative, and he's more of the, like, science-y, like, math person? The, that segment is the example of the Lord growing both <laughs> of us together. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Miss Chris said Baba and I are watching Aww. from... 
Bubba. I missed it. Who's Bubba? That's my grandma, oh, my mom's okay. mom. Hello. Hey, grandma. We call her Bubba. Watching from Cumberland, Maryland. And you, then Kevin. Your mom. Your mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's watching from Hillsboro. <laughs> Johnny says on top of High Rock Dam. <laughs> hey, look, that's it's a pretty like automatic. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. <laughs> this just came out. That? <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> William says watching from his kitchen. Jade's at work again. She's here all the time. Although she was here yesterday, briefly. Miss Marilyn's in Charlotte. Miss Rebecca is at home with Miley. Miss Cindy from Plainville, Georgia. And Kevin says also a case of Verner's into the Nower household. Priscilla says, I'm here in Albemarle. It's true, I can see you. I, I want to change Cindy Orrstown's name from Plainville into like Excitingville, like something like that. Like, I live in Plainville. No, you don't. You live in Exciting Metropolis. Like, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> Uh, my mom goes, hmm, I think that's got to do with the... Uh, your your mom. mom so. <laughs> We're in a fun mood today, guys. Yeah, it's what awesome. a good thing. Speaking of fun mood, I have some things to share with you. And uh, Kevin said that Plainville is well-named. <laughs> Can we just give you a segment called Pastor's Memes? Like, I sure. want that to be a thing. Yeah, I, I like... I like memes. Done. A, what an exciting thing. That's one of the best things that's come out of the internet, <laughs> is memes. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Remember I, when we first started the broadcast, like, we opened up with memes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. At least at the beginning of the year. That yeah. was my job to go through and find them. And then mm -hmm. one day we opened it up to Impact, and we're like, guys, if you have any fun memes, send them. And then, oh, my oh goodness. the onslaught of yeah. memes that were sent oh, on that Impact there line. There were thousands of memes. Not yeah, exaggerating. So, yeah, all the students <laughs> at Impact University was like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I and, counted, and we had over 400 <laughs> memes that we showed on our broadcast alone. Wow. Just in that month before wow. we just kind of kiboshed it. Wow, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we just didn't want to do the same thing every single yeah. day, that's why, yeah. but. But would you guys enjoy seeing a segment called Pastor and Marky Laugh <laughs> at the Internet? I would enjoy that segment. <laughs> they laugh at the Internet. <laughs> and that could just be the Marky Pastor meme segment. What a good one. <laughs> I want to sew a meme into this. I want to sew so a meme. meme. <laughs> yes, sew a meme. My mom says she'll be on 85 South. Yeah, Priscilla says the impact memes were awesome. They were something. And like they were Cindy alive. says it'll be Plainville until some, somebody plants a church. <laughs> <laughs> Praise well, God. Let's see here. Buddy sewed a meme. Oh, I've seen yeah, that Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to send it to Marky. I did. She's a part of that. Oh, okay, Marky, if you yeah. can go quickly to get Buddy's meme up. Can we put okay, it on the pastors? Okay, so right now we're going to share with you this meme <laughs> before we start. We're going to talk about here in just a second. We're going to talk <laughs> about... Is God interested in you? Um, and uh, I'm not sure how that looked on camera, but in you? <laughs> Is God interested in me, in moi? Uh, and we're going to talk about that. Let's talk about it. What? What William said, what harvest should I expect if I sow me? I'm not sure. I don't know how to, I don't know how to file that. But like, uh, <laughs> I'm imagining William and Pastor and Marky just sitting and doing their favorite memes. Like I have such high expectation on this right now. Well, this, this one, I've got a meme to share with you. And it's, uh, this is kind of a nerd tech meme, but I saw it the other day. But people are putting it to everything. 
And uh, so let's just share the cat one. Uh, let, let's share that, make sure the volume is working. <laughs> you ready? And while Share I get it. that up, the face that I made a second ago was my coffee was weird. So I'm sorry for the horrifying face I showed you. <laughs> and ready, go. Kevin Buck says, what's a meme? Marky says, hold on. Um, and ready, pause. The cat one first, babe. <laughs> and ready, go. <laughs> <laughs> can't watch that and not bob your head. <laughs> like, I don't care what the cat's put to, the, yeah. watching the cat, the cat is my favorite thing. Like. So if you, if you don't remember, Windows Defender was like their version of <laughs> antivirus, and it sucked. <laughs> it was horrible. And it didn't protect anything. <laughs> and so there's the virus playing the drum on your computer. And, the cat, and Windows Defender's like, yeah, this is a good beat. <laughs> so William says, fun fact, I know the words to that song. It's called Levon Polka. Yeah. Of course you know the words to that song. Of of course you do. Course. Well, before we progress any further, I feel like we need to watch that meme one more time. So. <laughs> that was a word from God. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Now I have another one that came about uh, today, and uh, Rebecca says thank you for clarifying about Windows Defender. <laughs> All right, let's let's put up the second meme that I gave you there. Uh, <laughs> I get locked down, but, but I, I get, get up, up again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Now everybody's singing it. You and can't so, not sing it. I know. I get locked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you so, know that song? Yeah. Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah. So, Marky, right. do you have, uh, you have his ready? Let's do it. What That's a blessing. a good one, too. <laughs> what a blessing. God says, if I eat this, I'll die. Independent fact checker. Checkers have proven this to be false. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the devil works, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that, that's my favorite meme that came out of all of this. These are called pot stirring memes. Yes. And we're good with them. Pot stirring. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. people to think. <laughs> yes. Uh, well. You got Tyler Tucker. He's pleased. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, Amen. I, I posted another one today. It's not necessarily a meme as much as it is a joke, or it's kind of like a meme. It says, uh, it's Socrates says, to be, to do is to be. Plato, to be is to do. Scooby, 
Doopy-doo. <laughs> that one pleased me a lot. Oh, yeah. That was exciting. I saw that. That was good. Uh, William says, three for three, a Will Smith, an Elton John, and a Chumba Wumba reference all in the same broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. Marky says, I'm so happy we're showing memes again. Memes <laughs> is a love language for Marky. Like, for some, it's physical touch. Some, it's gifts. Marky, it's memes. So if you find a good meme, she, she's pretty pleased. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Well, today on What's the Word, uh, what we want to talk about. Yeah, Tyler says, I enjoy good humor. You need to follow Tyler on uh, Facebook. He's funny. Mm. Yeah. He, I like your memes and the things that you put up, Tyler. He makes me laugh quite a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, quite a bit. He, he's pretty funny. So, anyway, follow Tyler. But uh, Today we're talking about, is God interested uh, in us? Is He interested in you? And um, one of the things that I've found is, and, and this is just the simple answer to it, but we're going to talk more about it, is if God wasn't interested in us, then we would, we would not have a Bible. Right. Yeah. Uh, because the whole Bible is about God's desired interaction with mankind. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, if He wasn't interest, mm -hmm. interested in us, uh, we would have no record uh, of him whatsoever, mm -hmm. and we would—he would not have any interaction with. All, all he had to do was just keep being God, and you know, kind of you know, treat us like nothing, yeah. and that was it. But that wasn't his desire. Yeah. The whole Bible is his interaction with us. It's his desire uh, to interact with us, and his care and his interest in us. It's—it's it's him saying. I, you know, when he when he wrote this and gave the Holy Spirit this, he was saying, "I'm interested in you. I love you. Yeah. I want to be involved in your yeah. life." And this whole word is God saying, "I want to be involved." Yeah. And so many times, what we're actually doing is, you know, we'll sit here, and sometimes I've heard like Christian songs, like, you know, "God, can you hear me?" Do you, you know that kind of stuff? It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yes, He hears you. He sees you. He knows what you're going through, yeah. and He cares about you more than you care about yourself. Yeah. And for you to ask if God you know, cares in that way. Now, I'm talking about somebody who leads Christian songs, right. throwing around this doctrine. Like, why are you even in the Christian category if yeah. you don't know God better than that? Mm -hmm. But God sees you. He cares about yeah. you, and He wants great things for your life. And, uh, you know, uh, a Christian leader should know that, you know, uh, people in the world might, might not know that, but that's why we're doing this broadcast. Yeah. But if you're a leader, you need to know that God cares about you and he wants to be involved in your life. I think it's um, deist, I believe, that actually believe that God exists, but they really don't believe that he wants any interaction in our life. And uh, God actually wants a lot of interaction in our yeah. life. He's very interested in you. He cares about you. I'm reminded of the verse that says, the eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro throughout the whole earth to see whose heart is pure or yeah. perfect towards him yeah. or mature towards him, that he might show himself strong on their behalf. He wants to be involved with yeah. you. He wants to move through you. Right. He wants his power and 
His love to uh, impact your life, impact the lives of people around you. God loves you with an everlasting love, yes. and uh, He is He is interested in you, in every person, and He had every person on His mind and on yeah. His heart. Uh, Jesus did when He went to the cross. It's it's one of those things where we need to see and know just how much God is very much interested in us. So. Yeah. Well, we, we should have an expectation, you know, for yes. God to be involved in our lives. Uh, I feel like, you know, just in today's culture, there's pretty much no expectation, you know, yeah. that like basically the expectation is, well, I need to do this on my own. You yeah. Know? yeah. You know, like, but there's one thing that Dr. Richard said several times uh, was that Jesus didn't, you know, go to the cross so that we can just have entrance to heaven and then leave us alone. Right. Yes. You know, like... Jesus actually went to the cross so that we can have that fellowship with God so that he can now be, you know, active in our lives. Yes. yes. I, I, like I remember when uh, I heard Jonathan Shuttlesworth talk about a time when he was in a cab, I think, with, and there was a Muslim driver. And he was just asking him about how, how they pray. You know, they pray, what, five times a day? Yeah. You know, at the same time every day, you know. And, um, and he was asking them, so, you know, you've, you've dedicated your life to Allah. You've done all these, you know, you pray five times a day. And then he asked, he said, what has Allah done for you? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, with all that prayer and all that dedication, and the, the driver was like, uh, you're a Christian, aren't you? And he said, oh, well, yeah, I, I'm just really curious. He said, we don't pray to Allah because we expect him to do anything for us. We do it because that's just what we're supposed to do. And what I've actually noticed over the years is that Christians kind of had that same mentality. Yes, yes. Um, where, you know, oh, I just, like, why do you pray? Well, I just, because it's what we're supposed to do. You know? Yeah. But really the reason we pray is so that we, to enter into intimacy with the Father, to give Him glory and thanksgiving. But there's also, we also enter into prayer because, you know, at, at, in that fellowship with the yeah. Father, you know, we expect that it's not just me talking and talking and talking, amen, and then I walk away, but it's, it's fellowship. Fellowship is two ways. You know, yes. whenever we pray, yes. we should have an expectation that God's going to enter in and do something about it. I, I was actually talking with my mom yesterday, and she was talking about how there was a lady who was ha having, um, uh, I think a family member was having some health problems, and, um, and they said, oh, well, if you could pray, you know, for, for my family member. And so my mom prayed the next day. Um, they went to the doctor and it was it was gone. Okay. And the person said, well, I guess it wasn't as bad as we expected it to be. And and the whole time my mom's like, no, God answers prayer. You yeah. know? God answered the prayer. But it, it like shows that, you know, um, that a lot of people don't have an expectation on prayer. Yeah. Um, and they don't expect that God's actually going to do something. Um, and so whenever we see something happen or God can even answer a prayer and we just miss it because we don't really have that expectation that God yes. is going to get involved, but he wants to get involved. He wants to have that fellowship with yeah. us. Well, and I think it goes down to the theory of Jesus versus the reality of Jesus. Yeah. Like you can have, a, I remember when I came here, Pastor Alan Didio was talking about how, you know, Jesus isn't some history character like mm. George Washington. And obviously George Washington was yeah. real, but Jesus is real now. Mm. Like he's, he's alive now. <laughs> yes. And yeah. so often like Christian-dom, Christianity is here's the story of Jesus and the people will receive the story and well, Jesus did yeah. this, but the reality of he's alive and he cares about you right now. Yeah. When we get that, that'll change everything. You know, it's Jeremiah 
29 and verse 13 has been has been the verse the Lord's given me for like the last year and a half. Like if you, um, if you, or you will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. And Dr. Richard, this past week, he made the statement, God's only mysterious to those who don't know him. Yeah. So he's not trying to keep himself from you, but when we need to put in our faith on the fact that if Jesus can save you, then we also need to put our faith on the fact that He's real now. Yes. He's alive yes. now. God the Father is real now. He has a vested yeah. interest in you, like a vested interest. He sowed His Son to receive you. He mm-hmm. cares about His investment, and you're His investment. Amen. My mom posted a scripture earlier, and it, it I think she typed 9 in wrong, but it's Proverbs 8.30, and it says, uh, then I was beside him as a master workman, and I was daily his delight. Yeah. Rejoicing always before him. I was daily his delight. You yeah. know, and, and the Bible tells us we are the apple of his yeah. eye. That's you know? one of the coolest verses I know. to me. Yeah, we're, we are his delight. God is very interested in mankind, and he's interested in you, and he wants to, he longs to be a part of your life yeah. and of our lives. And that's a part of his love. You know, I, I could say all day long that, you know, okay, I could say I love Nicole. But if I'm not actually interested in her life, then do I really love her? Mm-hmm. No. It's, it's, I'm just throwing words out there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm longing to be a part of her life. I'm longing to be a, spend time with her, her to spend yeah. time with me. And uh, these are the things that we need to see that are very important. I was, um, a verse that kept sticking out to me is over in Matthew uh, chapter 10. And this is, this is such a, uh, to me, this is such a telling verse. Uh, Matthew 10, 29 and 30, uh, or 29 through 31. But it says, are not two sparrows sold for a cent? In other words, at this point, you know, two sparrows were sold for a penny, mm-hmm. right? How valuable are they in the world yeah, system? Not very. Nothing really. I mean, nothing to speak of. And these are animals, whereas we're made in his image and likeness. You know, this, they're a part of the animal kingdom. We're not a part of the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are made in his image and likeness. And by the way, what I just said about not being part of the animal kingdom, um, that we're taught that we're part of the animal kingdom in school, but not taught that from the Bible. Yeah. The Bible says he made all the animals. He made them all. And then he made man. It was a different class, a yeah. different race altogether, made in God's image and likeness. We're not a part of the animal kingdom. And... Um, so, but then we recognize that these birds are part of the animal kingdom, and value value wise, it's not very big. Yeah. But then he's watch this. But we are made in His image and likeness. Where is our value compared to those sparrows? Yeah. Huge. It's a huge value. Mm-hmm. His yeah. son is the price, yeah. right? His son is the cost of our value, which how can you value that? But then it says this, and yet not one of these sparrows will fall to the ground apart from your father. Mm-hmm. In other words, God knows 
every sparrow that falls to the ground. <laughs> he knows every sparrow that runs into your window and falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. He, well, that's knows. The dumb one. <laughs> he knows every one. He knows, I mean, he saw every one, whether it be they hit a window or, you know, a hawk got them or they just, you know, died for whatever reason. He sees every motion. Yeah. He sees every motion and he cares about them enough to know everyone around the whole world and the sparrow whose value compared to ours, the, the sparrow's value compared to yours is so minuscule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet he knows everyone. How much more does he know? And that's the comparison he goes on to say in, in verse 30, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Yeah. He knows he's more interested in you than you were interested in you. Like, I don't care to know how many I got, you know? I don't even care that much. Like, okay, I got some. That's good. Praise God. Well, I I remember when I first read that, I was like, I want to know how many hairs I have on my head. I can't count them. Like, I'm physically incapable of knowing myself as well as God knows me. By the time you get done counting them, it will be a different number. Yeah. But he knows. Yeah. Now, now think about that because a lot of people say, well, he cares about people. I get that. But does he really care about me? In order to know how many hairs are on your head, he knows about you intimately yeah. and he cares about you intimately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Intimately. Yeah. He cares about you. He's interested in you. We truly are the apple of his eye. Yeah. He cares about us yeah. intimately. And then it goes, so do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Yeah. Many sparrows. In other words, if he knows the sparrows and everyone that falls to the ground, he knows everything that happens in your life. Mm-hmm. He knows, you know, well, if that's important, it's important to me, but it seems like God's not listening. Oh, no, he's listening. Mm-hmm. He knows if it's important to you, it's important to him. Yeah. If, if he, it's more important to him about the number of hairs on your head that you don't even know, then the things that you do count important, he counts important too. That's yeah. what that's saying, yeah. that he sees you. He knows that. And listen, he is doing everything that he can to get his goodness into your life. Yeah. He is constantly doing that. Now, here's the issue, though. Why are we talking about this? Because if we don't know that God cares on that level, then we'll have no expectation and no faith for him to come in and operate. And so what he's saying is, if you will get to know me and how much I really care for you, how much I'm truly interested in your life, then we will put a different expectation on that. You know, it's like Luke. At, at the age of seven, he, he doesn't have any concern for anything that he needs. Why? Because he knows mom and dad's got this. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad has this. Mm-hmm. He knows that. Yeah. So he has no concern. He's expecting dinner. You know, can you imagine what, what happens if it comes, you know, seven, eight, nine o'clock and we haven't eaten dinner? What's on Luke's mind? Food. Yo, mom and dad, <laughs> what's up? When are we going to eat? Mm-hmm. He's expecting that. And he's in faith on that, yeah. mm-hmm. right? See, when we know that God cares about us that much, what's going to happen to us? 
we're going to start expecting on a different level. And, you know, when Luke says, hey, are we going to eat? That doesn't make me mad. That makes me joyful. Why? Because I love being his dad. Yeah. I love being the one that's called to, you know, believe God for provision for my son. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like when he says, hey, are we going to eat? He's showing his faith in Nicole and I as parents, right? Yeah. I love that. Well, it doesn't bother God because you have needs. He's got all the needs handled anyway. What bothers God is when we don't know him as loving father. When we don't know that he loves us as much as he does to even know the hairs numbered on our head. That's what bothers God when we don't know him. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, I'm just thinking of like just that last statement that you made. It reminds me of you know, the story of Lazarus, Yeah. you know, where um, Jesus is, is finally coming into town. Lazarus has been dead for four days and, um, and Jesus wept. Now, why did Jesus weep? He didn't weep because Lazarus was dead. Yeah. That's what the people yeah. thought. But Jesus said just a few days earlier, this sickness is not going to end in death. You know, right. he's, he's not right. going to die. Um, so why did Jesus weep? Jesus wept because he's looking around at all these people who don't think that he cares. Yeah. They don't, they don't, yeah. if Jesus, if you'd only been here, he wouldn't have died. Well, isn't this Jesus who, you know, healed all these sick people? Couldn't he have, have helped? Th- these are what the people are saying. And the Bible says he was groaning in his spirit. Like, like it was, it was hurting him that these people were looking at him and saying, he, he doesn't care. He, he's not, he doesn't want to be involved. You know, he must, you know, he would have come if he actually gave a rip. Yeah. But that's not, yeah. that, obviously we know now that that wasn't the case. Jesus knew that that wasn't the case because the Lord told him this sickness is not unto death, but it's so that the Son of Man may yes. be glorified and, you know, so that fa- the Father will be glorified in the Son. Yeah. So he, he knew what was going to happen. But all these people are now suddenly questioning, does he care? Does he want to be involved? And because of that, he wept. So there you see the heart of the Father whenever yeah. we think, oh, God must not care. He must not want to be involved in my yeah. life or, or things yeah. like that. Um, but the Bible is clear that he's withholding no good thing from those who walk yes. uprightly. Yeah. Like you, what you were just saying before reminded me of Matthew 6, you know, where he's saying, you know, yes. don't worry about what your, your yeah. clothes, or what you're going to wear. Look at the flowers. Yeah. They're pretty. <laughs> you know, they're well yeah. clothed. I've clothed them in some mm-hmm. of the most magnificent beauty. Yeah. And he says, your care for yourself can't add anything. But when you cast your care on me, yeah. then everything is provided for. Mm-hmm. And uh, just looking at this. So see, when we start to know his care mm-hmm. and his interest in our lives yeah. on this level, all of a sudden we start to see, oh, wait a minute, I don't have to be concerned about this. I can put faith in yeah. God. And looking back, I saw Chris Curry uh, earlier. Good to see you, man. I love you. Good talking to you earlier today. Um, one of the things, we we'll go back into Genesis and go back to the garden before sin came in. You know, um, you know, a lot of times if I talk to people that don't know God today, wh- what are their thoughts towards will God talk to me? You know, most of the time they would sit there and go, God doesn't want to talk to me. He's not going to talk to me. And would that person ever start a conversation with God in, in a normal situation? No, because they don't think God cares about them. They don't think they're not going to have any conversation with God at all. But then you go back into Genesis and just look at what happens in the garden before sin came in. You know, Adam's walking and talking with God. God's giving him instruction and everything. So much, it was so normal to Adam that even after the fall, even after the fall and sin came in, and now Cain kills his brother, 
Cain considered talking with God normal. He just starts talking to him. They're having like paragraph conversations with them. Now, where would he think that was normal from? From his dad, Adam, who's actually talked with God like that. God was so interested in Adam's life, even even in Cain's life, that even after Cain was under sin, and then after that he murders his brother, God's still talking to him. He's still talking to him. That... At what level of interest does God have in our lives? Yeah. Then you follow it on down uh, a few chapters after that, and you see Enoch. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it basically shows God walked and talked with Enoch. Now, this is a man that doesn't have Jesus yet. Mm-hmm. He's, just, he's just searching after God. Mm-hmm. After sin entered the world, mm-hmm. and he's walking and talking with God. Mm-hmm. He's walking and talking with God, 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 walking and talking with God. This was normal to him. He didn't even have Jesus. And now you and I have Jesus that opens the door back to full intimacy with the father. How interested is he in our lives? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He's interested. Yeah. He wants to do great things in our lives. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah, I, I really, as we're talking, I really believe that it's important for us to start to have an expectation on God's ability to speak to you yeah. and yeah. for your yes. ability to speak to God yeah. and hear from God. Yeah. You know, when I first moved here, one of the things that pastors, both of them, but Pastor Nicole especially, that she would drill home to me is, Barry, you need to know who God is and you need to know who you are in God before you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, that was one it felt like that was the most intimidating assignment that you could give me. Like if you had been like, Barrett, go pray for somebody sick. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll go do that. Like Barrett, go do, go do the work, go do the work of Christ. That seemed easier to me than having an intimacy with God because Mm. I'd had a fear that I wouldn't wouldn't be able to do it. I I was so focused on the me part of my relationship with God Mm. that I didn't really lean on the Lord and his understanding as I should have. But I remember there was one um, class at Impact and it's my favorite and pastor's given me the honor to teach it before for and it's our purpose destiny class and there was one exercise in that class where and I'm not going to do it with you right now if you're interested join impact and we'll hook that up but (laughs) the exercise basically led us to see that God speaks to you personally in a way that's designed for you to receive so if you're somebody who thinks visually the Lord's going to speak to you visually like if you're a person who is wordsy he's going to give you words like he's so big that he will be able to fine tune his conversation Mm. to you because he knows how you're going to receive it. How Buddy receives stuff versus how I receive stuff versus Mm. how Pastor receives stuff is all super different. All Mm. three of us are very different people. But the Lord still has such desire for Mm. intimacy with us that he's going to direct his conversation toward Mm. us. And it's not even going to be different. He's going to speak. His Holy Spirit's the same. So even though he speaks differently to you than he does to me, it's the same Holy Spirit. You know, he's not going to let you be deceived when he speaks to you. But we've got to put that expectation that God loves you personally Mm. enough to speak to you. God 
and yeah. loves you enough to get his word to you. He is not a quiet God. If he needs to get loud, he'll get loud. Mm. If he wants to be quiet, he'll be quiet. But we've just got to rest in the fact that his love is mm. so much bigger than our shortcomings. Yeah. Do I know how to like dial heaven on my cell phone? No, but I know how to speak. And he's, t and he's been so gracious to yes. teach me how to listen. Yes. He's always yeah. speaking, and then he's always going to lead yeah. you to how to listen even better. Yes, amen. And, and when we see that interest, that think about this, what you were just saying. It's an individual interest. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, it's not just like a blanket interest in all of humanity, although that's there too. It's that plus he's individually interested in you. He individually cares for you. Why yeah. else would he talk to us individually? Why yeah. would he have that fellowship with us, that intimate fellowship with each one of us, which he will do and he promises in that way. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but if you look at it, like in going into Genesis 17, looking throughout all of the Bible and all of time, you see that God will take the time. Like in Genesis 17, uh, here is Sodom and Gomorrah who is, that is turned completely wicked. And, he, and God says this, I need, I need to remove this wickedness. Cause, yeah. and, and if he, he needed to remove the wickedness, the reason is because he loves people enough. He knows that ultimately this wickedness will play out and destroy many, many people. Right. And he says, I can't let it destroy many people, so I have to destroy the wickedness at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so it, out of his love, he does those things. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that happens is he goes to Abraham. And he says, am I going to let Abraham know what I'm about to do? Hmm. Why would he do that? Why would God consult with Abraham or tell him anything? Because God is interested in partnership yeah. with us. Why would he be like that? Because he's love. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, would I be like that if I was God? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I might just be like, uh, no, nah, I'm just going to handle this, you know? I mean, I feel like my flesh yeah. would 100% yeah. <laughs> But that's not God's heart. You know, yeah. God's heart is, no, I want to partner with yeah. mankind. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let Abraham know. Not only that, but if you go read the story in Genesis 17, I'm not only going to let him know what I'm going to do, mm -hmm. I'm going to let him be in the talks. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to bring him to the table and see what he has to say. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm going to let this man yeah. who's operating in the fall under sin play a part in the discussion about what I'm going to do, God, yeah. in this in this town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and Abraham goes, Hey, if there's 50 righteous, will you save it? And God says, I'll save it for 50. And he yeah. keeps going down, down, down. Abraham keeps pushing God. Yeah. And God allows him. Yeah. Why? Because God is interested in yeah. our lives. Yeah. God wants to be a part of our yeah. lives. And I'm telling you, share the broadcast if you haven't shared it already. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now. If when you get this revelation that God wants to be a part of your life, you're going to start to expect to see him yeah. and you're going to see him yep. yeah. on a different level. This yeah. is a huge yeah. question. Yeah. So see this today. If God is, is even uh, knowledgeable to the point where he takes notice yeah. 
of every sparrow that falls to the ground. Yeah. How much more, when you are so much more valuable to him, that he paid the price of Jesus Christ for you, yeah. is he going to be in your life? Yeah. Yeah. And so I want you to pray right now. I just want you to pray with us. Just say, pray this with me. Just say, Father. 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 Today, Today, I recognize, I recognize your, care your care and your interest and your, interest and your individual love and your individual to, me. to me. And I receive and that I love. Receive and I receive that love. Jesus, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. You are the Lord of my I life. I give myself to you. I give myself to you. You're the director. You're the director. You call the shots. You call the shots. And I'll be obedient. And I'll be obedient. Because you love me. Because you love me. I know I can trust you. I know I can trust you. And so what you tell me to do, I will do. Because of your interest in me. Because of your interest. And your insight. And your insight into everything. Everything. I can trust your love. I can trust your love. And I believe, and I believe that you died for me. That you died and for that me. God brought you back to life. And that God brought you back to for life. Me. For me. And raised you up. And raised you up. From the dead. From the dead. And you raised me up also. You raised me up from the place of death. From the place of death. And now I am in Christ. I am in Christ. And he is in me. He is in me. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Jesus. Baptize me. Baptize me. With the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And with fire. Fire. So that I can live. So that I can live. In the fullness of your love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. You know, these we need to renew that intimacy with God on a regular basis. Yeah. I'm not saying you get born again and again and again and again, but there's a renewal. That prayer is a renewal that you can walk in that intimacy yeah. and his care and interest for you daily on a level yeah. that God says is yeah. normal. This is where he wants you to be. And if you pray that today and you say, I needed to pray that prayer today, send us a note. Go to yeah. What's right.com. Send us a note. Uh, send us a message on Facebook or, or YouTube or wherever. But let us know. I yeah. needed to pray that today. And so, Father, we just praise you. I thank you for it and we give you the glory. Thank you, Lord, for us seeing your interest and your care in our lives today. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Before we wrap this up and we pray over the finances, uh, if you're, we're going to pray over finances in just a second. If you want to give, you're welcome to uh, go to givebc.org or you can type in Facebook, hashtag donate plus the amount to sow. But before we wrap up the, the, uh, just the topic of his interest and care for us, yeah. y'all have anything else to add to that? Well, what, what was coming up to me is you don't have to earn this. Yes. Like, He's interested in you. It, the word says that while we were still enemies, he sent Christ. Like while we were yes. still enemies, he cared enough about you yes. to send Jesus for you. Mm -hmm. So this isn't something that you need to earn. You know, you don't need to go build your house and then show it off yes. before the Lord and say, look at all of these things I've done. He saw you at your worst. He sees you at That's your best. Right. And he cares about you the same. His That's interest right. in you doesn't waver. It doesn't grow and yeah. it doesn't lessen. He mm -hmm. is constant. His love is constant constant. So right now, don't wait to start this. Start this from where you're at and then yes. let the Lord grow you in your understanding of relationship. Yeah. It's the same way as you develop a friendship with somebody, like it grows and it gets yes. better and better yeah. day by day. Mm -hmm. And so are you, are you going to know everything to do right out the get-go? 
probably not, but you have a word that's there to help you. The Holy Spirit, yep. you just ask for him to fill you with it. He's going to guide you. And that relationship's going to get more and more beautiful. Yes. But start now. You don't need to earn him. He's already deemed you worthy of this relationship with you. He decided that you were worth this now. Amen. And praise God, Tyler wrote in the comments, he said, I needed this message. The prayer helped. Thank you. You're welcome. God is so good. He's the one who brought up this topic today, and he knew that people needed to hear it. Share it, because there's other people that you know that need to hear this same message today. And going on into finances with it, here's the thing. If God's interested in your life, he's interested in every area of your life. Every And he is well vested in that. Uh, well vested in what way? In other words, that means God has taken an investment in your prosperity. How, how do you say it? Well, the word says this. He said that Jesus was made poor so that you might be rich. That, and the context of that verse is not spiritually rich. It's talking about, although it means rich in every way, but it literally is talking about material things in that moment. And here's another one. Uh, this is 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. It says, Beloved, I pray that in all respects, or in every area of your life, in every area that you'll ever face, that you may prosper. Yeah. In every area, not just every area but finances. No, every area including finances. Yeah. Every area. And then this is the Holy Ghost saying this, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. God is invested in your prosperity. Put that in the comments right now. God is invested in my prosperity. That's a big statement. God is invested in my prosperity. And uh, look up that verse. I think it's in Corinthians, uh, maybe Corinthians 3. 1 Corinthians 3, maybe, where it says, uh, He was made poor so that we might be rich. He is invested in your prosperity. God is invested in your prosperity. Yes, 2 Corinthians 8, 9. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. He was made poor so that through His poverty we might be made rich. He's invested in your prosperity. That is Him saying, I see that there will be a day where the people that I care about and I have an interest in, they will have lack in their finances, in their life. And because of that, Jesus said, I will allow myself to become poor and carry the burden of poverty at the cross so that they might be rich every day of their life. He is invested in your prosperity. Another thing that he did was he took the the crown of toil. He took the crown of lack on his head so that you could be crowned with favor and abundance. He is invested in your prosperity. And so as you sow into the kingdom, what you're actually saying is, Lord, I see that you are invested in me and I believe you, I trust you. And although it might not make logical sense, it makes biblical sense. I 
trust you. And all of a sudden you sow into the kingdom of God. He says, now, because of your heart and because yeah. of your belief and your trust, I, he says, I will return a harvest now in this time and in the time to come. Yeah. And so if you're wanting to give today, they have it on the screen already. Hashtag donate in the amount. You can type it into Facebook or you can go to givebc.org. Yeah. Nobody has to. We make it available. We make it easy. You don't have to. We're sowing this whole broadcast and all these people behind the camera and, and we're sowing our time and our lives to get the good news into you. Why? So that you can know God cares about you. He cares about every area of your life. He is invested in your life and he cares about you much more yeah. than a sparrow. He says, look, I will give you, I know the number of hairs on your head. Yeah. He is individually interested and yeah. cares about you, including your prosperity. And so, Father, right now, every person that's sown today or this week, Lord, we just pray right now, let it be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, and running over in every area of life. Thank you, Father, for it. We praise you. Bless it. Supernaturally, exponentially multiply that seed to their lives quickly in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And glory to God. Amen. As, not to prolong, but as you were talking, the investment kept coming up. And so I wanted to look up the definition real quick. This is going to be brief. And it says to expend money with the expectation of receiving a profit. You know, yeah. God didn't just invest in you once. Yeah. Like he invested Jesus, but he's still investing in you now. Yes. Like he has yes. the three of us and then the room full of people that are here. He has us investing in you. Yes. Like we could be doing anything with our time, but he's so invested in you that he sent the three of us plus a room full of people that are making yeah. this broadcast out happen because today he wants to invest his word in you for now. Yes. It wasn't just done thousands of years ago. Today he's invested That's in right. you. That's this right. This moment he's invested in you. Yeah. Your finances are important to him today. Yes. And he, if you act on what Pastor Brian just received, you're allowing him to share the plans of God and the will of God in your finances yes. for today. Yes. Today yeah. he's invested in you. Yeah. And this is just a part of it. That's yeah. just a very small part of his investment. Yeah. yeah. This and, is tangible. And he, right yeah, it's tangible right now. But he wrote it on each one of our hearts to be about sharing that yeah. good news of his love and care. And that's a, it's a sign of his investment yeah. in that way. Amen. And he is expecting a harvest of his love in mm. your life. Yeah. The, his love will start to manifest in your life. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Listen, uh, at the week after Thanksgiving, we're going to talk about five revelations for a full life. Five revelations of an abundant life. Uh, that will help you help you walk at a new level forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, then this Friday, we're going to talk about uh, what happened in Mexico. <laughs> what <laughs> what happened in, in Mexico. Mexico? Yeah, what went down in Mexico? That's a great title. That's what we're doing. And uh, but not just Mexico, all around the world. What when you do so into Lunch Plus and into What's Right? Uh, what are what are you supporting? What are you sowing into? I can tell you this: it is the good news of Jesus mm -hmm. Christ around the world mm -hmm. into people that will be born again and be discipled and grow up and be fruitful members yeah. of the kingdom of heaven that we will spend an eternity with. And we're going to talk about that on Friday and show you the pictures and video. It's going to be awesome. And uh, glory to God, tomorrow 
Amen. It's going to be great. It is. Yep. Hallelujah. Tomorrow, 1130, yeah. we're going to have a Will It Bake Right? That's tomorrow. It's one of our favorites. And we've got so much other good stuff for you. Make sure that you tune in at 1130 a.m. Yep. tomorrow. Thank you yes. guys for watching today. We'll be back tomorrow, 1130. Set your reminders, just like Kevin Nowicki. Be a Kevin Nowicki. Set your reminders. <laughs> be a Johnny Shaver. Set your reminders. Amen. And we'll see you back tomorrow. Share the broadcast if you haven't done it already. We love you. See you tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Thank awesome. you. You're awesome. We love you. You're awesome, too. We love You're you. Bye-bye. Awesome.